How much of your day do you spend trying to almost stay a step ahead of things? How much time and effort and energy do you find yourself putting into trying to figure things all out before they happen, trying to decide how you're going to feel about things and what it is that you really want way before you even get to that moment in time when you actually have to make the decision? This episode today is about overthinking, over-functioning, and living in this place of overdrive. That feeling where it's almost like our days kind of have the sensation of like running on a treadmill. And if we make like one wrong step, we're going to fall off and hurt ourselves. So This is what we're talking about today. I'm going to share with you some thoughts on what I think is creating this kind of overthinking, overfunctioning way of being, and some ways you can kind of start to move through that in a different way. So thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you have been listening for a while, I so appreciate you being a part of the circle with me. I love having these conversations with you. And if you're just listening in for the first time, welcome. This is Bold as Love, and I'm your host, April Boyd. I'm a psychotherapist and coach, and I created this podcast because I wanted to be able to open up this space to have these conversations about how we take responsibility for how we show up in our lives, how we show up in our conversations, how we interact with the world around us in a way that is kind, confident, and courageous, where we can very much take care of and protect our own self without necessarily feeling responsible for cleaning up the mess on other people's side of the yard. This is where we just really look at who we want to be and how we want to do that and where I share some tools and some ideas that make it easier to sift through and separate what pieces of this are yours, (laughs) what pieces of this are yours to take care of, and what pieces actually do you need to let go because it's not your job to fix everybody else around you or to function on behalf of everybody else around you. So this episode today I want to get into this idea of overthinking and overfunctioning. We had done a breathwork session on Sunday where I had I had a few ideas of what I wanted to talk about during that time. Because this is how I record things and this is how I, I facilitate is really I just make a few notes of the things that I want to share and then I kind of just, you know, share what comes up for me as we go. But one of the things that I meant to talk about during that last breathwork retreat was This idea when we're in a place of overthinking and overgiving, overfunctioning, it's like we're operating from this place that this mistaken belief that we feel like we have to have it all figured out. And we have to have it all figured out right now. We have to decide now. We have to know now. And the big one, we have to get it all right, right now. And what I've come to see really in my practice and what I've certainly experienced in my own life at different times is all of this really accumulates into 
this huge invisible pressure, this huge invisible pressure that I see so many of us carrying on our shoulders and we can get kind of really trapped in this zone where it's like, I've got to push through. I've got to push through this week because maybe it's a really full week. I've got to push through to make something happen. I've got to take, I've got to carry this load, right? I've got to figure this all out and I've got to do it now. And all of this pressure just wrecks havoc on our health, on our well-being, on our relationships. Because when you think about it, when we have all of this stored up tension in our bodies, how are you responding to the people around you when you're carrying that kind of tension, right? When I am all in my head, I'm short, I'm disconnected, I'm snappy, I'm not in tune to what my partner is trying to talk to me about that day, right? I'm off in my head somewhere else. And This topic is coming up for me because I've been really noticing, and I was thinking this morning actually, about this shift that I've noticed happen in my own life, where in the past, I used to really carry this idea that I have to make things happen. I have to figure out exactly what I want, and then I have to somehow make that happen. And so I would get really attached to the outcomes of things. So I would decide I want to apply to a job. And I would spend so much time really thinking through, you know, is this job right for me? Is it not right for me? And then, you know, I would decide, yes, I really, really need this job. Or I would put an offer in on a house that I wanted to buy. And I would be like, I have to like make this happen. This has to go through. And at this point in my life, I don't know if it's because I've had so many experiences where what my plan was didn't happen, (laughs) right? I didn't get the house. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the partner, right? Whatever that was of what I thought was supposed to happen didn't. Or whether it's just kind of life experience or just what I've learned from all my conversations with my like hundreds, I think probably now thousands of clients at this point in time, that I think I've really been moving out of this place of Thinking that I always have to know best, thinking that I always have to have this almost inflated sense of control. It's all up to me. It's all on my shoulders. I need to know. I need to figure this out. And instead, I find myself really moving through this stage lately of really being aware that I don't know what the next best thing is that should happen so much of the time. And I find myself just really saying, I just want what's for the highest good here for everybody involved. And I'm open to kind of seeing how that plays out. And this is where it comes back to looking at how we want to move through things. So I was having a a conversation with a client just yesterday, and we were talking a little bit about how some just different things that were not quite fitting for her and not quite lining up, you know, and feeling good for her in her life. And she had said, okay, so, you know, do I just need to quit this job? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that overthinking, overdrive part of us that wants to like make the decision now. I just need to make the change now. And instead, 
It's actually about rewiring our process of how we're making those decisions. So for her, what we talked about was that, you know, you're operating from this place of all in your head, but we actually need to start to get your heart on the same team, right? Where these two parts of you really start connecting and talking to each other. So it's not just this moving forward with like, here's what makes sense on paper, you know, it's just all just this pressure overdrive kind of way of functioning. And instead, slowing down enough to kind of get in tune with what is driving my decisions? Is this an ego decision based on what I think I should be doing or what somebody else thinks I should be doing? Right? Is it a thing that just upholds our image of how we think we're supposed to be? Or is this a true, this is who I am. This is in alignment with my true heart's desire. This connects to what really brings me deep core happiness not just what looks like happiness from the outside, right? And so, you know, as we look at this idea of overthinking and overfunctioning and living in this place of overdrive, what I've come to realize is that when we are operating in that place, it often is stemming from two places. Either we're not really trusting life or we're not really trusting ourselves. And let me explain a little bit about what I mean. So if you've experienced, you know, hard stuff in your life, difficult situations, maybe that's been trauma, maybe that's been life, maybe that's just not even really having caregivers when you were growing up that, you know, gave you this deep sense of, you know, security, this deep sense of, you know, attachment, secure attachment that allowed you to feel really safe in the world then what happens is we kind of have this, you know, damaged relationship with life. We don't really trust that it's all going to work out. We don't really trust that I'm going to be okay. We don't really trust that life is here for us to enjoy and to feel good, that that gets to be a part of it alongside, you know, the inevitable hard stuff, the inevitable, you know, heartbreaks that happen along the way. We don't really trust that, This is also supposed to feel good in the times when that's an option, in the times when that's available for us, right? And instead, we land in this place of kind of operating from a quiet, constant sense of danger, a quiet, invisible sense that if I don't make it happen, things are going to go bad. I can't ask for help. I can't get anybody to really come over here and help carry this load with me. I have to do it all myself. It's not even safe to receive that from other people, right? And all of this pressure to get it right, get it right, get it right. Because ultimately we're operating with a belief that the world is a bit of a harsh place. And while that's true, it's not always true, right? So it's almost like having to rewire our our relationship with life. The next thing is really looking at, you know, are you trusting yourself? Because when I'm in this place of almost over-functioning, overthinking, feeling like I have to have the whole plan mapped out in my head, feeling like I have to be prepared for whatever it is that's going to happen next, or what I think should happen next, 
I realize I've stepped back into this place of forgetting that I'll figure it out when I get there, right? It's like we don't trust that future version of you to handle the situation when it actually comes up, whether that's a hard conversation with your mother-in-law, whether that's, you know, making the decision for, you know, something at work, whatever that is that you're kind of wrestling around that maybe you find yourself feeling like, you know, you have to figure it all out now. That's a bit of a sign that I don't really trust myself to take care of myself fully in the moment when I need to speak up when I need to make the best decision for my own well-being, when I need to risk possibly disappointing somebody else in order to protect my own health or wellness. And so what I often see is that the state of overdrive is really a deep sense of mistrust. I don't really trust that I'll move through it in the best possible way when I get there. And I think it's this, you know, repositioning of that for me that's allowed me to move into the state where I am so less attached to certain outcomes. You know how you get those pictures in your head of here's what I think should happen. Here's, you know, what I want to happen in this situation. And instead, I'm just really moving more and more and more into this place that I just want the highest good for everybody else involved. And I'm open to see how this unfolds. And I'm open to being surprised and delighted by life. Because as you think about your own life story, I'm sure you can think of so many examples right now where something did not turn out the way that you wanted it to, but it so turned out in a way that was even better, right? I think of the houses that I didn't get, right? This one house I was so attached to, I was like, I need to get this house. And it turned out I did not get that house, but I bought a different one instead. And that one actually turned out to be really great, right? Or the job that I did not get, that I was so disappointed I didn't get that job, but then I got this other one that at the time I loved, loved, loved so much more. So we need to make this room where we kind of take our <laughs> our deep grip off of the steering wheel just that little bit, you know, that steering wheel of the decisions that we're making in our life, that sense that we just have to be in control of every little thing. And instead, starting to make a little more room for the magic, starting to make a little more room for possibility, a little more room for just the humanness of it, a little more room for our own imperfections, because this is also what we are overcompensating for along the way when we're operating this place of overfunctioning and overdrive we've got this sense of you know mistrust with our own self partly because we think any of our own perceived imperfections are not supposed to be there so it's like i have to overcompensate I have to work extra, extra hard. Maybe it's possible that good things happen or I get to have what I want, but only, only if I've accounted for every single possible scenario and detail and I've really worked my butt off each and every single step along the way. So notice what parts of all of this resonate for you. 
Is there an opportunity to move into a little more self-trust? What would this look like if I really was trusting myself to take good care of myself all the way along? What would this look like if I let myself or start to look at letting myself feel a little safer in the world where and when that's safe to do so, right? Separating the perceived threats from the real threats. And so, you know, one of the practices that really has been helping me to do this a lot is the breath work. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that this is something that I had done my first session in and I instantly decided that I needed to go and get trained in it. It was such an amazing, powerful tool. It truly felt like it was like two years of therapy in one 60-minute session. And I instantly signed up to go and get this training done because I was like, I need to be able to share this with my clients and with other people. Like, this stuff is amazing. And this is what we've been doing in these breathwork mini retreats, these online gatherings where we're starting to connect the head and the heart. We're starting to take some of that big work and pressure off of that cerebral part of us that just has to know, just has to make all the right choices, just has to be able to anticipate how things are going to go 10 steps down the road, and instead starting to really listen to what is my body telling me is the next right thing for me in this moment? Is this feeling like a yes or a no for me in my gut? How is my nervous system responding to this person or this situation? Integrating the whole of you, the smart knowledge, brain, cerebral part of you, and the instincts, the gut instincts, the cellular level truth, the alignment with your higher self, the best version of you, the fullest expression of you moving out of the fear, right? Because that's really what this is. When we're moving in this place of mistrust, we are operating in a place of fear. And as you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, I absolutely believe in this concept that only two things are really true, right? It all comes down to two things. We're either operating from a place of fear or we're operating from a place of love. And breath work is a way to just clear some of that old fear out of your system because we hang on to it. When I did my first session, I was thinking of things that like I had not thought of in like 20 years, right? I was like, I thought I was for sure over that. I did not even realize that part of me was still hanging on to this old story. And this is the beauty of what happens when we bring our body into our healing when we bring our body into our own growth, right? Obviously, I'm a huge fan of the cerebral work, the talk therapy, all of that. But mm, it goes so much faster and so much deeper when you reconnect your head (laughs) to your gut instincts, your head to your heart. And so this is also one of the tools that we use You know, the other real kind of key benefit of this is it really is resetting your nervous system. So when you're operating this place of overthinking, overfunctioning, overgiving, overdrive, 
what's going on with your nervous system in that zone, right? It is all jacked up. And this is one of the reasons why we know we're operating in a place of fear, right? Or what uh, Tony Robbins, I think, says that stress is the word that overachievers use to describe fear. Oh, I'm so stressed, which really means anxious, which really means worried, which really means afraid. So breathwork is a tool that we use to reset our nervous system so that it can get the message that it's safe to slow down, that it's safe to feel and process stuff and clear it out of your system so that you're not carrying it with you. So I'm going to put the link to our next breathwork session in the show notes here. You can also find it on my Instagram at with love April. And I'd love to see you there. So let me know if you have questions. If you love this episode, please share it. It helps me on my mission of getting this work into the ears of people that benefit from hearing it. And I love creating this circle. So thank you for being a part of that with me. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time.